31 degrees. Good morning. I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM. KS95 News. Western Iowa's under a winter storm watch from Wednesday afternoon through Thursday morning. This includes the southwest Iowa counties of Adair, Ottawa, Cass, Guthrie, Harrison Mills, Pottawatomie, and Shelby counties. Rod Donovan, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, forecasts the precipitation to lift into the region on Wednesday and continue through the afternoon and evening hours before ending on Thursday. Right now we are expecting snow to be moderate to heavy at times. As we mentioned, mainly long and north of that Waterloo to Ames to Atlantic line and really and even including Atlantic, there is some potential for a mix to occur there with some rain or even some freezing rain. So there is some uncertainty in amounts, especially along and south of that line, um, as we could get some warmer air into that region. And Donovan says moderate to heavy snow accumulations of 4 to 9 inches are possible. Well, certainly are expecting the wind like we had with the blizzard back in December, but we are expecting wind in that with some gusts in that 20 to 25 mile per hour range. So we're not expecting significant blowing snow by any means, but it certainly could cause some low-level blowing and drifting, which probably the biggest impact is going to be keeping snow on the roads a bit longer. So one thing to watch, when that snow does come in, we could see snowfall rates of 1 to 2 inches per hour, actually, um, especially by late Wednesday afternoon through the evening. So once that occurs, travel is certainly going to deteriorate real quickly. Montgomery, Fremont, and Page counties are under a winter weather advisory Tune to KSOM, KS95 News for the latest weather information or visit our website at westerniowatoday.com. One person suffered injuries in a three-vehicle chain reaction accident in Madison County. The Iowa State Patrol says the accident happened at 6.04 p.m. on Monday in G68 Truro Road. Authorities identified the injured person, 16-year-old Tyler J. Heitink of Truro, Iowa. According to the report, a 2007 Arctic Cat 700 UTV driven by 16-year-old Tyler J. Heitink of Truro was following a McCormick Farmall tractor driven by 42-year-old Joseph Heitink of Truro at a slow rate of speed when a 2000 Chevrolet 3500 driven by 15-year-old Walker W. Nelson of St. Charles, Iowa, rear into the UTV, causing it to crash into the tractor. Tyler Heitink was taken to Methodist Hospital. The Iowa State Patrol says it is undetermined if the UTV had its lights on. Iowa House District 23, Republican Representative Ray Sorensen from Greenfield says the public will have a chance to voice their opinion on the governor's school choice bill today. Transparency is very important to our caucus, and so a public hearing is scheduled for at uh, 5 p.m. at the Capitol in the Supreme Court chamber, and that'll be a chance for all of the public. Um, they need to register online to speak, but either to just go listen or if they want to register to speak on, you know, before it or against it, um, that's something that they could do. And uh, so we can kind of hear from the general public across the state you know, what, where they stand on this. The governor's bill would place $7,500 in the education savings account for parents who enroll their children outside public schools. The bill has failed twice. Meanwhile, Sorensen says the legislators have received thousands of emails on both sides of the issue. So it's not something that we are just learning about now. It's something like you said, uh, the governor has tried for the past, you know, two and a half years, and it's something she ran on very heavily. So it's not something that we're new to. What is new is that the bill has changed, you know, from what those previous versions were. So a lot of us are still kind of digging into 
exactly what it's going to mean for each of our districts and uh, trying to understand not only where our constituency is on it, but where we are on it. Iowans will have the chance to speak for two minutes on the proposal. People wanting to have their voices heard need to sign up online to speak. Well, the Iowa Farm Bureau is pushing for an imminent domain change, asking for a higher threshold when it comes to a farmer's land. They would like to see 90% voluntary easements signed before eminent domain tools would be used to finish up some of those large projects. That's Iowa Farm Bureau President Brent Johnson. The current Iowa Utilities Board standard for pipeline project is around 70% voluntary easements. Johnson says farmers also want to be able to appeal the IUB for any land or crop damages caused by pipeline construction. Johnson says the Farm Bureau is neutral when it comes to pipelines, but sides with farmers when it comes to property rights. Allie Pekin with the Splash Pad Executive Committee presented Splash Pad renderings to the Atlantic Park and Rec Board meeting last night. Mandy Billings reports. The renderings were created by two companies, Vortex and Crouch Recreation. The board voted to approve a bean-shaped 4,500-square-foot rendering with features that have been chosen by the Executive Committee, and they give the Fundraising Committee the authority to choose the final fundraising image. These companies are just doing renderings. The only thing that we can do is is choose a layout. Purely the picture. Yeah. The picture. Right. That doesn't mean that if we did, if we pick the one that Vortex um, provided us with, that they're they've got the contract because since yes. it's public funds mm-hmm. and the legality um, of that, even though it's raised money, it's still public funds because the yes. city's going to own it. It has to go to bid. The proposed splash pad will be located in Sunnyside Park near the pool. In other news, the Park Board tabled a vote to prioritize an increase in hotel motel tax to go toward the splash pad and improvements at Sunnyside Pool until their next meeting when they will hear a presentation from Ashley Hayes. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.